Hey everybody, it's Damara Gardner, founder of Black Women About Business, where we help you put wellness at the forefront so that you can be optimally successful in business as well as in life. I'm in the studio today with Stephanie Vaught, and you're going to hear all about her during our podcast, which is all about giving you up to 15 minutes of inspiration related to business, wellness, and leadership with women just like you. Stephanie, thanks for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So Stephanie Vaught, JD, is a certified financial counselor and the founder of Social Money Finance, LLC. Her mission is to meet people where they are, literally and figuratively, to help them expand their financial knowledge and improve their financial place. Stephanie teaches community financial education classes and workshops on topics such as budgeting, money management, money mindset, credit education, and consumer protection to help people understand their power and maximize their money. Ooh, that's rich. (laughs) Your mission is to meet people where they are, literally and figuratively. Tell us how you do that. Excellent. Um, Well, first of all, I started Social Money Finance LLC because I wanted to get in front of people and talk about money. Um, We're not doing that as a society, as community. We're not talking about our money. Mm -hmm. And what I found is most of the reason why we're not talking about our money is because there's a bit of embarrassment that Mm -hmm. comes along with it. There may be some anxiety that comes along with it. And so money is personal. It can be emotional for a lot of people. And so when you're dealing with something as important as money, it's important to show up. It's important to show up, get in front of the person, humanize the experience. Mm -hmm. Let them know that, you know, you're not alone. We're all going through this Mm -hmm. and be able to meet them where they are literally. So that's that's the reason behind that. The figuratively portion has to do with what do you know now? Mm. You know, you don't have to be an expert. You don't have to have a certain education level. Mm -hmm. Um, What I find a lot of times is clients will be you know, frustrated, like Mm -hmm. I should know this, you know, if they make a certain money decision or money mistake, you know, and they say, I should know better, I should have learned this. Mm -hmm. And the reality of it is, a lot of times we haven't learned this early in life or in school. And so what I tell clients is I meet you where you are figuratively as well. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you know now? And let's move forward. Yeah, absolutely. So I think what you're saying is that you help people to have grace for themselves associated with the limited knowledge that they may have about money and even the repetition of choices that cause us to have less money Mm -hmm. to make those money mistakes and so my sense is that people really enjoy working with you for that reason alone I mean of course you have a body of knowledge I'm sure that they are gleaning from but also just the humaneness that you approach it with right you it sounds like you don't have this no-nonsense approach you have a full of grace approach I appreciate you saying that you know my my goal is to show empathy. Yeah, It's really important to humanize, you know, as I mentioned, because you want to let people know, you know, I've been where you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not by yourself. And many people may be going through a similar situation, um, but it doesn't count you out. It yeah. doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't you know, make you someone that isn't deserving Mm -hmm. of knowing and understanding how to better your situation. Mm -hmm. So I approach clients with a lot of empathy. You know, I let them know, listen, let's work on this together. Yeah. And and that's that's the goal that I take with social money. Yeah, I, I can I can feel that. So I'm assuming that the people that you serve also feel that. 
associated. Yeah. So the law and financial counseling space seems so very different. Yet you have somehow managed to marry these worlds. How did you do it? You know, I love this question. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think anyone has ever asked me that. And so I appreciate this question. Um, I thought a lot about it. And one thing we learned in law school is that there's a certain rule of law, Mm -hmm. right? You learn legal principle and you learn how to apply many sets of facts to that rule of law. Mm -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that's that's where you're coming from. So let's take, for example, let's put this into words. Right. Mm -hmm. Let's say someone breaks into a house. Right. You're analyzing whether or not they committed a burglary. Mm -hmm. And there are certain elements that you have to meet in order to determine or to prove whether or not that person has, in fact, committed a burglary. Mm -hmm. Well, financial principle would be very similar. There is certain financial principles, sound financial principles that you can apply to many different situations. Mm -hmm. Right. And as long as you have that principle under your belt. You know, you can apply it depending on how you need to or how a person needs to improve their situation. Yeah. And the analytical component comes in, Mm -hmm. you know, analyzing if I'm working with a client, analyzing how can I assist them? How can Mm -hmm. this principle better their unique situation? Um, And so I think when I look at both sides of that coin, Mm -hmm. the legal and the financial, there's a lot of overlap there. And I found that. Uh, in the work that I do. Yeah, so it's what's striking according to me right now is that there's probably tons of overlap in tons of different professions, right? Tons of different niche-specific expertise areas. And I think that what's important about this, whether we're entrepreneurs or not, that skills are transferable, right? That frameworks are transferable about how we look at something and how we dissect it. We can look at something and dissect it in a really similar way. And if we don't get out of our own heads, we may think, well, I only have expertise here. And it's Mm -hmm. not going to translate over here. Mm -hmm. But the reality is, is that all skills are transferable. Right. That is such a great observation. And that's so true. I find that I transfer a lot of legal skills Mm -hmm. over to um, especially financial classes and workshops. You know, I take a very detailed and thorough approach Mm -hmm. and I bring it up from let's start at the beginning. You know, what are we talking about and why is this important? Mm -hmm. And I think when you start there, it helps a person resonate with what they want to learn but also maybe what they need to learn yeah yeah and so i find that that overlap is there and i i can really appreciate um bringing that out yeah yeah awesome okay so how do you help people understand their power and maximize their money i love this connection between power Mm -hmm. and maximizing money so how do you help people do that you know money is a tool Mm -hmm. it's a tool and you know contrary to popular belief, Mm -hmm. you are in control of it. Yeah. You're in control of how much you consume Mm -hmm. and you're in control of how much you spend. Yeah. There's a statistic out there, um, you know, and specifically to African-Americans, you Mm -hmm. know, we make up 14 percent of the U.S. population. Mm -hmm. Now, our spending power is right around one point four trillion annually in Mm. the U.S., believe it or not. Mm. And we also make up more than 50 percent of certain categories that are purchased. Yeah. So we have the power. We're not lacking money. money. Come on. We're not lacking money. We have the power to spend. We have the power to make a whole. 
whole lot of people rich. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so when you think about it that way, you're in charge of what you spend. Mm. And I want people to understand that money isn't controlling them per se. They control the money. Yeah. Now, a lot of times what I'll hear is that, you know, if they have, you know, a person has a family to take care of Mm -hmm. or they have bills to pay, maybe they're putting their kid through college and they're saying, you know, the money's gone before I even make it. It's Mm -hmm. already spent. Perhaps that's true. Perhaps you don't have the ability to control the price of something Mm -hmm. or how much something costs. Mm -hmm. But as mentioned, you have the ability to control what you spend and what you consume. Yeah. So let's break it down really fast. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's talk food, for example. You have the ability to control how much you spend on food, Mm -hmm. how much you spend on clothing, how much you spend on your gas, how much you may spend on your utilities, you know, Mm -hmm. based on consumption. So there's many. I really my goal is to flip the thinking and saying, hey, I can take control of this situation as opposed to the situation controlling me. Yeah. And it correlates a lot with what you were saying earlier in terms of meeting people where they're at. Right. Okay. so, yes, this may be your situation right now. And this is the belief that you have about your situation and let's go ahead and unpack this because you may your belief may change and I want your belief to change and we're probably going to find some money within this framework that you're operating in um, based on the fact that you're saying you don't have money right there usually is money uh, that we can tap into if we simply just make some alternate choices. We make some adjustments. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And changing the mindset. Absolutely. You know, opening up the thinking mm-hmm. that, hey, what can I do to better my situation? Yeah. What's within my control that I can do to better, you know, what I'm trying to work on? Absolutely. Right? And at the end of the day, right, what, what, is it that we want to be spending our money on that is going to give us the kind of lives that we really want, right? Right. And oftentimes when we grapple with that question alone and we match up with how we're spending our money, it's it's usually not substantiated in how we really want to live our lives, right? There's a huge disconnect. Do you find that to be true with your clients? I do, you know, and a lot of times it may be the need to earn more. Yes. Let's say it's the need to earn more money, like, Depending on what your financial goals are, say you really don't have enough to um, be able to attain certain goals that you have, it's opening your mind to the possibilities that you can change your situation. Mm. You know, we're in a gig and skill based economy at this time, right? Yes. And so it's just use what you know. Um, make money on your skill set, yeah. on what you know. Open your mind to the thought of, hey, you know, I can use or do something that I am very good at and make some money at, right? And that way I can earn a little bit more. Mm. So if there's something I'm wanting to achieve, let me figure out, let me find a way to do it. Yeah, yeah. That's really empowering. So financial care being is a vital component to self-care and your overall wellness. Help us make that connection. Yes, absolutely. So when we think about self-care, right, Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're thinking bubble baths, Mm -hmm. we're thinking meditation, we might think exercise, sleep, Mm -hmm. and absolutely nothing is wrong with any of that. That's all a portion or a component of self-care. But financial health is a component of self-care as well. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I tell my clients all the time is when your money is right, you can sleep at night. (laughs) 
Mm, that <laughs> needs that to be somebody's true? tagline. Yes. If your money is right, you can sleep at night. And I can't tell you how many people I've spoken to that, you know, it keeps them up at night, right? It's yeah. stress and anxiety on their, on their body if they can't figure out how to pay a bill. Absolutely. You know, so that's the first thing. And one of the things, you know, that's also prevalent is uh, life transitions mm-hmm. or crisis happening. So let's say, you know, the unfortunate occurrence of a loss of a job mm-hmm. or loss of a loved one, mm-hmm. um, an illness that could put you in a, at a medical or excuse me, at a, at a financial um, disparity. Yeah. Um, life transitions as well. You know, um, having a new baby, mm-hmm. um, getting married. Yes. I mean, those are all good things, but they do change the money dynamic. In a significant way. In a significant right? way. But we get to control the extent That's to right. which those things drive what our cash flow is, right? Um, Because all weddings are not created equal. (laughs) Um, All things that we provide for our children are not created equal. There's all, so we have wiggle room regardless of life circumstances. That's right. And I love what you said about, um, and I can't remember it word for word, but something along the lines of, you know, we sleep better at night when we have money because that's, that's right. real. That's right. um, there's nothing like knowing that you can buy something if you decide you want to buy something. And from a basic necessity standpoint, right, there's nothing like you being able to just pay your bills. But let's say you want to go on vacation. That's right. Let's say that you want to pay for your kid to do this special class. There is something really empowering freedom like when we can write the check when we can swipe the card we know it's not everything but it is one of the ways that we can feel powerful which helps us to feel well absolutely you said that I couldn't have said it any better just absolutely dynamic and you know I tell people all the time make saving a priority Mm. make that a priority for you know a rainy day but make investing a priority for your future yes you know put yourself in the game absolutely a lot of times especially with women Mm -hmm. you know we put ourselves last and sometimes we're not even on the list absolutely right we're so busy trying to take care of everyone else we're the it girl in our family Mm -hmm. if we have a certain income level or people think we do you know they're coming to us asking us and I would never discourage anybody from helping their family member out of course if you have it but not to your detriment yeah not to the point where you are just in complete lack and you're in anxious and stressed out because that doesn't help anybody yeah I tell people often that if you're going to give give from a place of abundance give from a place of truly giving not with the expectation that you're going to get it back because mm, typically when we give we don't get it back so if we give with no attachment because it's from a place of us being able to give from our overflow then that's again that helps us to be more well because we're not worried about when we're going to get that money back right um i actually have several people that i've lent money to um that it's been a long time and more than likely i'm never going to see that money again so when we give it we really have to give from a place of no expectation on getting it back and if we get it back bonus right right but if we don't we have to be okay with that if we can't be okay with it that should be something that we probably say no to. That's right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. So since our time is up, okay. uh, it goes by so fast. I know that we're going to want to stay in touch with you. So how can we do that? 
Absolutely. I've had a ball. This has been a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful conversation. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Mm-hmm. My company page is Social Money Finance LLC. Mm-hmm. And there I'll have updates on new classes and mm-hmm. workshops. So you can certainly find me there. I'm also on Instagram under Stephanie Vaught and LinkedIn under Stephanie Vaught. So you can find me there as well. And um, you can email me. Excellent. SRE411 at gmail.com. All right. So you make sure to get in touch with this sister. She is doing amazing things to help us live a life of financial independence. Thank you for listening today. If you haven't already, make sure that you like us on Black Women About Business. That's our Facebook page. Follow us on Twitter as well as Instagram at Black Women underscore biz. Thank you again for tuning in. Until next time, Ashe.